So for me, I'm personally letting go of what's next. I know I have an idea of what's next, but I'm just letting it go, giving it some time, and just making sure that that's what's right. I don't want to take a next step that isn't right. And here's the deal. The idea that I have, I have no clue how I'm going to monetize it. Starting that wild idea takes courage, but getting it off the ground can be mind-boggling. You're left wondering, what do I do next? Is my branding any good? And is anyone even reading my social media posts? Join me, Beth G. Harper, as I share stories and have honest conversations with fierce boundary-pushing babes on how they built their brands, the heartbreaking struggles they've gone through, and the juicy secrets that worked for them. Spoiler alert, it's all about a steadfast attitude and having some business smarts. Hey babes, welcome to a brand new episode of the Steadfast Society podcast. On today's episode, I am doing a solo cast, so it is just me, and today we are talking about surrendering. I've titled this episode, Five Steps to Surrender Gracefully, and I'm personally in a season of surrender, especially as we're transitioning back into living in the U.S. after almost five years in England, and things are very different over here. And they're especially different because I grew up in the Midwest and now I'm living in Miami, Florida, which is just completely different from up north. And yeah, there's just a lot of changes that I'm going through and I'm excited to share some of them today. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you know that there's a couple things shifting within my business. But I'm going to get started with number one, and as we go through today's five steps, you'll kind of see the story unfolding and kind of the steps that I'm taking, and I know that as we're ending the year, there's a lot of things that we have to surrender. Maybe there's goals that you haven't met. Maybe you realize there's some changes that you need to make into 2019, and I just want to give you the permission to do that right now. If you feel like there's things on your heart that you need to shift and change, and maybe that means surrendering or letting go of some things that you thought were part of your journey or maybe you identify in, this is your chance to let them go. Let's start with step number one and dive into this topic a little bit more. So step one to surrendering gracefully is you're going to get overwhelmed. Maybe you're going to become undecisive or unsettled. Here's the deal. Maybe your heart isn't in it anymore. So for me, I want to share kind of what's going on with me at the moment in my business. I feel like there's a lot of things I've learned up to this point being part of the coaching world and business world and online marketing industry. There's so much I've learned, so many positive experiences and many negative experiences as well. There's a lot of mistakes I know I've made along the way and Just things that have really brought me to this place of not feeling like I want to move forward with what I'm doing, at least temporarily. There's a lot of things I am undecided at the moment, but I'm really excited for kind of what's next, which I don't necessarily have an answer for, but I'm excited to see what happens next. For me, I feel like I needed to take a break to find my joy again within my business, within my career, and... That means just literally kind of taking a step back. I'm finishing up with a couple clients and finishing up with some of my CEO club clients as well. And just kind of seeing what's next. There's a lot of things on my heart and I think I'm starting to get clarity on what's next, but we'll get to that in a second. For me, taking this kind of step back feels like I'm restarting in many ways. And like I said, there's a lot of mistakes I've made, mistakes that I've learned from and 
a hundred percent want to make sure I'm like conscious of moving forward. Business is something that will always be part of me. And I know I will continue to do that. Entrepreneurship and business would not be on my heart if it wasn't something that I know I was meant to follow. So for me, it feels like I'm restarting in many ways. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure what's next. So it might mean that I'm still in the same industry or I might be shifting. But for now, I'm doing something I never thought I'd do in like a million years. I'm working for somebody and I'm actually having so much fun doing it. And part of me wishes I had done this sooner. On an episode that I did with Sarah Dan, Both of us talk about how we kind of sometimes wish we had a job as like a barista or at a cute little coffee shop because when you're an entrepreneur, when you start your own business and you work from home, it can get really, really lonely. And I'm personally an extrovert and I, my energy levels skyrocket when I'm around people. And so what I personally decided to do in this season of transition and as a way to continue to just bring income, even while my business is kind of on hold was to go out and get a job. And I'm working at the moment at Salty Donut, which is the cutest little trendy artisanal donut shop here in Miami. Literally, we have just people out the door waiting for our donuts. They're incredible. So if you're in the Miami area, please come by and say hello. It's been so much fun. It's still a very young business. It's only about three years old and it's booming. I personally predict that they are the next Jenny's ice cream just in the donut world. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. The team there is wonderful. Check them out on Instagram. People all over the world come to check out Salty Donut and try the donuts there. They're so well known for that. And their founders are super young and they're on Forbes 30 under 30, which is incredible. So check them out for sure. But that's personally the season I'm in. I feel like I'm restarting. I'm doing something I never thought I'd do. And I'm actually loving it, which was a huge surprise. And I realized just how good that was personally for my soul. So number one is you might be in the stage where you're feeling overwhelmed, undecisive, and unsettled. And so I really encourage you to feel into that and make decisions that are going to bring you back into this place of joy and excitement and yeah, just bring your spirits high again. And it might mean doing something that you never thought you would and don't be afraid to do that. So next step is who are you following? You guys all probably know, or at least many of you have heard the quote by Jim Ron, and I'm totally going to butcher this, but you are the five people closest around you. So my question to you would be, who are the five closest people around you? What are they feeding into your life? You know, are they positive relationships? Are they people who are tearing you down? So for me, the people around me were so supportive. They've been super supportive in the season and super encouraging as I kind of walk through this season of just unknowns. And those are the people that you want around you to encourage you. And then the other thing that I wanted to add under this point is in this age of social media and influencers, it really matters who you are following. And this last year, probably year and a half, I've fallen in love with the people on Instagram because that's honestly the app that I'm always on. I fall in love with the people who are real online. And so for me, some of the people that inspire me the most online are, and I interviewed Mike on here, Mike and Ashley Lemieux. They're awesome. They have just such an incredible spirit on Instagram, just the stories that they share. They've gone through a lot of loss and pain, and it's just beautiful to see them turn that around. And you can listen to Mike's story on a previous episode that I did with him. 
Somebody else that really encourages me online is Jenna Kutcher. I love how much she talks about body image and she's a curvier girl and just she's just so positive online and has made such a beautiful space for for women who are like her and is just so honest and real online. She's she's not afraid to dive deep. She's gone through some miscarriages and actually they just had their baby last night, which was such a miracle and her whole community was behind her and so excited for them. And somebody else that I adore online is Jordan Dooley. And she is just such a light in this world. She is all about helping you with personal development, whether it's like business and faith or wellness or relationships. She covers all of those topics. And she is just a bright light. Like she is all about being real and talking about the struggle and how to overcome the struggle. I think that's a big factor too. We can talk about the struggle, but Someone needs to help us get over the struggle, right? And so these are the people that I've surrounded myself with, or at least I'm I'm watching their content. And then in terms of my friends, I have good people around me who are solid and they're my cheerleaders and they want to deeply know about me and the things that are going on with me. And so you need to be really conscious whether you're letting toxic people in or not. Somebody that really helped me make this brave decision was Alexis Takemiller, who is a friend of mine on Instagram and I was on her podcast, which she just recently announced that she was shutting down. And when she made that decision, I felt like she was giving me permission to do something that I was really nervous to do or felt, I don't know, unsure. I wasn't sure what people were going to think or yeah, like I said, I'm kind of in this season of uncertainty. And so I just felt uncertain, but I knew that I just needed to take a step back for the time being. I'm giving myself about like three to six months to just kind of feel feel into where I need to go next. And then my business BFF, Linda Bello Bergman, who we had an incredible two hour long chat and she told me how she was going to shut down her coaching business and how she was helping her husband right now start up his business and how she has a heart for finances and like really helping people just be a lot smarter with their money and how she was going to pursue that next as, as just something that she can teach or a start a business around that. And so her doing that, her taking that step, when I heard her story, that was like, that's it. I'm taking this step to do what, what's ever right for me. And so that's why you need to be really conscious about the people who are around you. Are they encouraging you to do the right thing for your next step? Or are they keeping you stuck somewhere that you really don't belong in? Alrighty, on to step number three is take some alone time. I'm personally not very good at this. I'm such a doer. I'm an Enneagram three winged two and the three type, they're the achiever. They want to like, I mean, obviously achieve, they want to do stuff. And so I love having to-do lists. I love being able to cross things off my list. So sitting still is not something I'm very great at, but I know that there are seasons where I really need to do this and just kind of tune into my thoughts how I'm feeling and just be in a mind, in a prayerful mindset. I need to dive into the Bible and just really gain some wisdom from there. I actually had over the last two weeks as I was kind of like making this transition and making this decision to just like put things on hold momentarily, whether I come back to this, whether I kind of move forward with something else or whether my my business idea just maybe shifts slightly. Yeah, I had 48 hours where I was like semi freaking out or just really wanting to have like a really clear next step or like some sort of idea of what was next. 
And I really feel like I, I was able to kind of figure that out, but I also feel like I made a rushed decision because I just wanted to know or have an answer. And I really love this quote that was, again, I'm going to butcher this and I'm not even going to try to <laughs> repeat the quote, but it was from our previous episode with Rukmini Podar. And she talks about, I can't even remember the author or the writer, sorry. It was a quote about just like living in the midst of the unknown. We're all journeying and sometimes we want to have certain specific answers. And sometimes it's not about getting the answer, but it's about experiencing that process and like what that process makes us become. I think a lot of the time through the process of starting a business or maybe going after that job position that you really want or becoming a leader at your church or in your community or something, there's such a growth process. And I feel like that's where I'm personally at right now. But I had a freak out and I was trying to make this rush decision. And so for now, what I'm really working on, although I, ha- I feel like I have semi- semi an idea of what I want to do next and what I want to move forward with. I'm really giving myself the time to just be still, make sure it's the right next move and just be really prayerful about this and just write things down and kind of wake up and see where I'm at, whether I'm like, yes, I'm still on board with this idea. It's kind of like a tattoo. I always think it's a good idea to give it a year or give it like a, a good chunk of time and just See if you still wake up every day saying, yes, I really want this tattoo. Yes, I really want this tattoo because a tattoo is permanent. And for me, I don't want to be changing business ideas all the time. I want to be focused and disciplined and I'm really focused on what I do next. And personally, the reason that I want to be focused is because I want to continue pursuing something and building something that is within my calling. I believe that we're all put in this earth to do something. We all have different skills, different talents, and I think we are given them to live on purpose, to do something good with it. Some of us are amazing teachers. Some of us are really awesome at branding. Some of us are great leaders. Some of us are incredible mothers. Like that can in itself be exactly what you're meant to do here. Some of us are incredible NASCAR drivers, whatever it is. We are all given a gift that we are meant to use, use to the max, like I don't want to just kind of do what I'm called to do. I want to live that to the max and do as much as I can while I'm here. So that's personally the next step I want to take. And I just want to be really, really clear with that. So like I said, I'm taking a time just to journal and reflect and kind of think back. Personally, the Bible is something that gives me wisdom and just being really prayerful about that and give myself the time to just make that next decision. All right, step number four is having a sounding board. So something that personally helped me was just talking to people. So again, it's so important to know who the people around you are, whether you trust them, whether they have wisdom. So talk to the people around you who know you the best because they're most likely the ones who will give you the best advice because they know you, they know your flaws, they also know your strengths. And so they can really give you advice from a perspective that maybe you can't because you're so close to yourself, right? And so I would think about who are the people that can give you the best advice. So personally for me, it was talking to my husband and it was talking to my business BFFs, the girls who know what it's like to run a business and just throwing a lot of ideas at them and and seeing what they thought, yes, you're amazing at this bath or no, I'm not sure that you would love this long term and just just seeing what they thought. And again, I think when you ask advice from somebody, you have to be really wise about it, what you receive and what you decide. Okay. I don't think that was for me. And again, the people around you, they're going to have the best intentions, but at the end of the day, you have to follow your heart. You have to follow your gut. 
because at the end of the day, you know what's best for you. So again, people can be a sounding board, but also be wise what advice you take in. All right. And our final step is to fully surrender. So this is when you actually just let it go. (laughs) And remember, I think the one thing that's personally been helping me is remembering that God is in control of the overall plan. He knows the big picture and you don't need to know it all. I think sometimes he reveals what that next step is. And maybe, again, not necessarily that full okay, so these are the next five steps that you need to take. Sometimes it's the first step that you need to take and maybe like even just half of that first step. So for me, I'm personally letting go of what's next. I know I have an idea of what's next, but I'm just letting it go, giving it some time and just making sure that that's what's right. I don't want to take a next step that isn't right. And here's the deal. The idea that I have, I have no clue how I'm going to monetize it. And that's one thing that kind of scares me. But at the same time, I feel like if this is what's on my heart, then I'm not going to worry about that because I truly believe that God has an overall plan for everybody and he'll direct me and point me into the right direction for it. So I don't need to know what that next step is. And that might sound crazy to some of you and and that is totally fine. But for me, that's just the step of faith, that leap that I personally feel like I need to make. And here's one thing I want to remind you when it comes to surrendering and when it comes to letting go. It's so easy for me to say it out loud, but I think a lot of the time when we surrender, it's not just like you make that decision once. Sometimes you have to make that decision literally every five minutes. I think in my mind, I have like this mental battle where I say that I'm going to surrender. And then somehow a couple minutes later, I'm like thinking about it, getting anxious, stressing out about it. I'm like, wait, I decided to let go of this. And so you have to make that decision again. Sometimes it's like less than five minutes. Sometimes it's 30 seconds, literally consciously continually having to surrender and surrender and surrender. And I think eventually as you keep practicing that, you get to a point where it's just completely fully surrendered. So don't be worried if you like don't get it perfect. It might take making that decision literally daily, literally every hour, literally every minute. If you're in a season where you have to surrender and you're feeling anxious or you're freaking out or you're stressing out, I really encourage you to be graceful in this season. Follow these steps. Think through this process. Remember, number one is you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to feel indecisive or unsettled. Okay, so once you've gotten to that point, number two is who are you following? So who are the people around you? How are they inspiring you? Are they making you feel really anxious? Are they making the matter worse. Make sure that you're surrounding yourself around good people. Number three is take some alone time. I think this is the biggest one. Sit with your thoughts, write things down, really just dig deep into your heart and figure out what's next for you. Number four is have a sounding board, have conversations, have healthy, open conversations and let people know that you're open to anything. Don't be afraid to get some criticism back. It's always good to just get some creative criticism, right? Is that how you say it? But don't be afraid to hear some negative things. Sometimes we have to hear the honest truth. So be very open to that. And then step number five is getting to that point where you can surrender. So I encourage you to take your time in this. Again, you know who you are and you know your personality. Sometimes you need to take your time. Sometimes you need to maybe work through this pretty quickly. Do what is right for you. Feel it out. Listen to your heart. Listen to your brain and like what it's calling you to do. Do what's right for you, but take the time to just 
surrender in a very graceful way because we can surrender in a way that is just ugly and it is just a hot mess, but you can surrender gracefully. Alrighty, this is me giving you that permission to let go of what you need to let go as we enter into 2019. And you're going to be so happy that you did because you don't want to be stuck somewhere that you're not supposed to be. Alrighty, girls, I love you. I believe in you. And I know that you guys are here to shine. So keep pushing forward and surrender what you need to surrender as we end 2018. Thanks for listening to the Steadfast Society podcast. Before you go, if you want to dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes, head on over to www.steadfastsociety.co. If you love today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Thanks for tuning in, love. We'll see you next time.